time for the prophetic voice of our time, a presentation of Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church on AM 630, KSLR. The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Hello. Thank you for tuning in. This is Christina Sasso, Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Have you registered for the prophetic conference for the December 31st prophetic gathering of the saints? You need to register as soon as possible. Seating is limited. Okay, you can go to SOGMI.org, SOGMI.org, or you can mail your registration and your check for $60 per person to Post Office Box 1579, Helotis, Texas, 78023. You do not want to miss this event, okay? We have a special segment today, and I know it will bless your heart. It surely bless our hearts, and it inspire everyone at Freedom Fellowship Church. This is a story about a mother and son, their relationship, their love, and caring for each other. I was born in the Philippines, and caring for elderly in Asia is a given responsibility. We take care of them at home. They are with us. They are part of the family, all the activities and gatherings unless they really need medical attention. We cared for them. I had the privilege of knowing Mama Opal and Bob and witness firsthand their love and devotion for one another, and their hearts gave me great hope for the heart of America. I never met anyone like Bob who devoted years taking care of his mother. This is their story as I read it as I witnessed it, as I had the privilege of being a part of their life for about eight months. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 2 and 3 says, In New King James Version, You are our epistle written in our hearts, known and read by all men. Your life and my life are read by all men. Verse 3, Clearly, You are an epistle of Christ, ministered by us, written not with ink, but by the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of flesh, that is, of the heart. Mama Opal and Bob McGee live in Lockhart, Texas, that is about one and a half hours drive from Lockhart to San Antonio, one way. All those months... Bob drove Mama Opal to attend our Wednesday and Sunday services. You see, Mama Opal had a stroke several years ago, and she lost her speech. She cannot talk. And before that, Mama Opal was a teacher, and she taught Sunday Bible school at Lockhart First Baptist Church for more than 60 years. And how the Lord sent them both to us, which is such a blessing, is a very wonderful story. See, Bob was told by some doctors and hospitals in the area to give up on Mama Opal. And Bob refused. 
So they took Bob to court, and thankfully, he won the legal battle, and that's why Bob decided to take Mama Opal into one of the hospitals here in San Antonio. Bob heard me on this radio program, and being a Baptist, or he was actually Bapticostal, he decided that he will attend our Sunday service at the hotel, which is very close to the hospital where Mama was. Bob is a towering six foot four. I ministered to him that Sunday, and the Lord confirmed it in my spirit that he sent Bob to us. So I took a note of that. I'm very, very serious when God said something like that. And Bob came back the following Sunday. And at that time, I found out that his mom was in the hospital. So I sent Nancy to pray for Mama, and Mike, my husband, went with them too, and they all pray for Mama Opal. Several days afterwards, Mama Opal was released from the hospital, but she was later readmitted in one of the hospitals in Austin, Texas. At the same time, we kept on trying to find out how was she doing through Bob. And Bob, and Bob didn't want to bother us. But one day, the Holy Spirit was very clear in instructing me to go and personally pray for Mama Opal in Austin. So Mike went with me, same thing with Deborah and Divina. And we all drove to Austin, Texas, and we prayed for her. That was the first time that I met Mama. We prayed for her, and I know that she will be released from the hospital soon. That was the time when Bob asked my permission if he can continue to attend our Sunday services. And of course, I said yes. He told us that he will be bringing Mama to the service, in which he did. Mama Opal's presence in our Sunday services impacted me greatly that I cannot even begin to describe it to you or to fully understand. She fed my soul in her quietness. Even though Mama did not talk, we did not communicate in words, but we communicated in the spirit. I have never seen such a devotion of a son to his mother. See, ever since Mama got sick, which is about five years ago, Bob dropped everything to personally attend to her and keep her company. Bob is a CPA, but his business he is a home builder and a rancher. He dropped everything to take care of Mama. And they drove twice a week, sometimes three times a week, to be in our services from Lockhart. When we get revelation from the Holy Spirit, I can see Mama Opal's eyes lit up. And every time I touch her, she tried in her best way to communicate with me. Mama's devotion to God and family is a source of strength and inspiration for all of us here at Freedom Fellowship Church. Our youth, Alexa, Michaela, Erica, Drew, prayed for Mama, and we were all expecting for her full recovery, and we expected her to be able to speak again. And in this in mind, I can't wait to share with her the Word of God. One time, when I prophesied to her, 
I even saw her in a vision teaching Bible study. And she was a part in laying hands on the sick. All of us, especially Bob and myself, stood on those prayers and visions and prophecies that Mama will fully recovered until the Lord sat me down one morning before the Sunday service. The Lord showed me that Mama Opal is hanging on because of Bob. She didn't want to leave Bob, and Bob doesn't want to let go of her. She knew that Bob still wants her to live and be with him. In spite of her physical challenges, she held on. Every time I talked to Mama, I sensed that she was trying to communicate with me, wanting to tell me something. And at the same time, in my dreams, she's praying for me. Mama Opal has been teaching Bible study for 64 years, and here I am, a woman pastor. But the way she looked at me, and sometimes tears in her eyes, we communicated, and she supported me, and we understood each other. I wish I could have sat down with her in one of those Bible studies. So that Sunday, I ministered to Bob, and I told that Mama is holding on because of him, and that he and Mama should pray and talk to Jesus, and at the same time, enjoy its other's company. Several weeks before Mama Opal passed, the Lord gave me a series of dreams in which Jesus was there in my dream, talking to Mama Opal, and led Mama by the hand, and he showed Mama Bob McGee's future. And there I was, listening and witnessing all of these things. In those dreams, Mama Opal was walking and talking. And at the same time, the Lord Jesus, what a wonderful Lord and Savior, reassured Mama that Bob will be all right and true to his promise he showed Mama Opal Bob's future. In my dream, Mama Opal went to Bob and explained to Bob, Jesus wants to take me now instead of you taking care of me because you need to move on. And Mama Opal reassured Bob in my dream that everything will be all right for Bob to move on because of Jesus' promise and reassurance, and told her son, Bob, that she would want to go home and to be with Jesus. I prayed about this dream. I did not share this dream to Bob, because if I did, after I prayed, if I did, Bob will be spending the rest of their time together, crying and feeling bad and feeling lonely, instead of enjoying its other's company. So I did not. I just kept on praying and praying. And I was praying for God to have Mama Opal and Bob to communicate. I did not realize then that God answered that prayer by giving me those dreams. The Lord gave me the privilege and the honor to be the spokesperson for both the Lord and Mama that I am the one who will minister and tell Bob. So Bob and Mama spend the, the remaining days of her life 
together, not with sadness. And they had its other for more, few more weeks. One morning last month, Mike and I got a call from Bob that Mama suffered a cardiac arrest, but she was still alive. So I told Bob to tell Mama to hang on and that me and Mike are on our way. And she did. When Mike and I arrived, I told Bob in front of Mama about my dreams, about Jesus, that he needed to let go and that Mama's job here on earth is finished and she is graduating. God already prepared his heart. And Mike and I gave them a few minutes together to release its other and to say their final goodbye, at least here on earth. As soon as Bob released her, Mama gave up her spirit and went into glory. I never seen such a glorious home going. At the funeral service, Bob was asked by his siblings to give the eulogy for Mama. Bob addressed the crowd and shared some of his fondest memory of Mama, and all of us there came to know Mama as a godly woman, wife, and a very caring mother. Then Bob said this that really inspired and encouraged me. As a pastor, it really inspired me. He addressed the crowd and said, Some people say, and asked me, Bob, why did you give up your business? Why did you give up all those finances, all those opportunities to enlarge your business? You sacrificed so much. Bob, you gave so much. And Bob said that it was not a sacrifice on his part, but a greater joy that no money can buy. In those short time. He said he was able to give back what Mama had sown in his life. He fought for Mama to be kept alive. He personally attended to her without complaining. He fed her, bathed her, and took her everywhere. The one thing is, for him, it was a privilege and a joy. He never complained. What Mama Opal sowed in her son's life, she received back from her son, and she received back from the Lord Jesus with a promise that not only Bob will be blessed, but the entire family and the children's children. I have been in this country for 32 years, and I thought I will never see that kind of tenderness and caring to a mother by a son. In Asia, we take care of our parents and grandparents. So I saw a glimpse of the true heart of America. Love of God, love of country, love of family. Mama Opal served God all her life, consistently, so took care of her family. What she sowed in her children's life, she reaped that bountiful harvest in her son, Bob McGee. Bob's devotion to his mother is very obvious. And Bob will also receive that harvest. And because Jesus is pleased with him, the Lord assured Mama and now Bob of a bright future.
ahead. See, this is our God. God will recompense Bob not just for his sake, but for Mama Opal's and the entire Magee's children and children's children will reap the benefit of Mama's full life serving God. This is how I read their life, inspiring and as a pastor and a mother, very encouraging. Mama Opal impacted me so much, not by what she said, but the life she lived. I still miss her. But just like what Jesus kept on reminding me, and in turn, I keep on reminding Bob. The Lord said, Christina, Opal does not miss you, nor Bob, nor anyone on the earth. She is with me. And she's still meeting the people that she had touched and prayed for. She's with me now. I know what one of Mama Opal's scripture, Psalm 73, 26, NIV, My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. The Lord instructed Bob to move on. And the Lord will restore all those years that he gave up willingly to be with Mama. He chose the better thing. This is our God, the God that Mama Opal served and Bob continued to serve. One of my first mission from God when I answered my call to the ministry was ministering to senior citizens in the retirement area or retirement homes in San Antonio. My heart cried out in seeing their conditions and the condition of some, I said some, of these retirement homes. Many, if not all of the senior citizens, they just want to be touched, to be noticed, to be acknowledged that they exist. I asked God, why the neglect? We have so many things to learn from senior citizens. Their vision, even things not to do, we're still going to learn from them. And they have a lot of things to give in this country, in the world. So when I saw this awful condition, I prayed to the Lord, and the Lord had me intercede for these senior citizens to pray for their children, to pray on their behalf. There are two things that I discerned about what caused the neglect of senior citizens in America. One of it is the senior citizens being neglected have increased in number exponentially when the abortion became legal in this country. The second thing that I discerned is you hear some parents, I will not say majority or many because I didn't say that as a parent, but some parents will always say, oh, how I wish I cannot wait until all our children are out to college on their own out of the house. Some parents cannot wait for their children to leave the house, for the children to be on their own. And some of those children who heard this, they deemed that they were a burden to their parents or they're being rejected. So these children grew up, have their own family or children. Now the parents became burdensome for them too. They cannot wait until they take their parents to their retirement home and leave them there. 
with Mama Opal, she came from an old school. She lived to serve God and she lived to be a wife and a mother. It was her life. Love of God, love of country, love of family. If you're going to really pray and see things in the spirit, many of the neglected senior citizens came when abortion became legal in this country. It gave me hope, though, because what I am witnessing and have witnessed from the members of Freedom Fellowship Church, we are taking care of our own. Sandy Towers is still and continued to take care of her mom, which he says, it's such a joy and a privilege, Christina, that I am physically and financially able to take care of mama. Nancy Morgan took care of her mom and Bob McGee. These three, they gave me hope for the promise of the true heart of America to be revealed. It is a promise of God to America when I was praying and taking care and visiting all the senior citizens. It is in Ezekiel chapter 11, verse 19. I will give them an undivided heart and put a new spirit in them. I will remove from them their hearts of stone and give them a heart of flesh. Ezekiel 36:26. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your hearts of stone and give you a heart of flesh. This is a promise of God for America. So if people will read your life, what will they say? Will they be inspired by your life and your obedience and love of God, love of country, and love of family? Will it encourage them to believe? So I thank you. God bless you for tuning in. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for reconciliation and healing in family relationship. I thank you, Lord, that you are reconciling the fathers back to their children and their children to their fathers. I thank you, Father, for the manifestations of God-ordained relationship. I thank you for healing the sick. I come against the spirit of death, and I loosen forth life. I come against diabetes. I come against all kinds and forms of cancer in the name of Jesus. I come against all skin diseases. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Father, for renewed energy. Thank you, Lord, that you are renewing our youth every morning in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you in this Christmas holidays, Lord. I thank you for financial breakthrough for your people. I thank you, Father, for promotions, for capitalization and expansion in businesses for my brothers and sisters in Jesus' name. Don't forget to register for the prophetic gathering of the saints. This is going to be awesome, and you need to register as soon as possible. We have limited the number of seating so that I can minister to each and every one of you. Okay? Remember, you can register at SOGMI.org. Again, our website is SOGMI.org. And you can click register. And then when you pay with your credit card, you can click donate and just put in a memo there for the prophetic gathering of the saints. Okay. I want the list of names as soon as possible so that I can pray for people. And if the Lord is leading you 
to join us in our Sunday services. We are located at 8419 Callahan Road. It's the Side B building next to the parking lot. Our Sunday service is at 10.30 in the morning and 7 p.m. at night. And also in our Wednesday service at 7 o'clock. Don't forget, you need to get excited for the coming year, Body of Christ. And we, as a Body of Christ and as individual, we need to get personal instruction from the Lord. It is important. And if you are being touched by this radio broadcast, give me a call so that you can encourage me. Uh, 210-695-1630 or you can email me at sonsofgod at satx.rr.com God bless you for tuning in. Keep in mind, focus on our Lord Jesus Christ and we will be united. Keep in mind, our unifying force is Christ Jesus and our language is love. Until next time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org. AM 630 KSLR. For more information on Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church, go to the program guide at kslr.com.